This is The Friendship File, where we flip open the blueprints behind some of the world's most important relationships, the ones we have with our friends. Two friends have each been sent the same set of questions. They've recorded their responses on their own and without consulting. Here is the combination of their answers. This time, Nombasa and Andiswa. My name is Nombasa. My name is Andiswa. I stay in Makanda. Originally from East London. East London in South Africa. I'm 32. I'm 35 years old. I've known Andiswa since 2011. 2012. Describe the very first moment you remember seeing them. She was on stage when I first saw her. I would hear about her and I would see her from afar. She was on stage as part of her worship team. And after the service, I was introduced to her. I remember having a close encounter with her in a circle of friends. I think we were like in an evening service. She was just all bubbly and excited and welcoming. And my love language is coffee. So she invited me out for coffee and I was like, okay, I think we could be friends. She was funny. She was really funny. And, um, and it, it was one of those moments where I was like, hmm, this could be my friend. When did that click happen? The moment you thought, yeah, I like you. When it clicked that I was going to be friends with her solidly, you know, I, I think it was when we had a sleepover because I invited her to my place. I don't know, like everything moved so fast. I remember meeting her and then she was coming over for sleepovers at my family home. I think with people I like, I always invite them to my space and just see what we have in common she just kind of forced herself into my family as well <laughs> i invited her for a sleepover and we actually had fun i think we stayed up quite late and she had work the next day and then she was calling my mom when i was in there and it was just like wait i think that's when it solidly clicked that we gotta make good friends whose friend are you really but yeah it was just easy for her to actually be incorporated into my life what is your thing? The thing you do when you get together? We do a lot of sleepovers. So when I had slept over at her place, when she's around, because she's now in China, when we have a sleepover at her place, we'll sleep in her room. And when we wake up, we like overtaking her mom's space. What we do together is drink coffee. And apart from that, we laugh a whole lot. I'm like family. I cook for them. I can bake, you know. We'll just take over her mom's room, whether she's there or not, and just sit and like watch TV because she's got a nice big TV. We just get each other's humor. It's one of the things we do. And the other one is we, we like talking to each other in broken English. We laugh so hard together and we pray and, you know, we talk about deep issues of life and existence and whatnot. But the one thing we do is just crack up and laugh the whole time so we would talk and also imitate we like imitating people especially church folk uh you know things like oh lord god you know <laughs> yeah that's quite fun when it happens even when we're on a call so that's quite cool that we've we've kept our thing what are your nicknames for each other she calls me manice which came from what my family calls me my family calls me Eyes. From time to time, I'll call her by the one that was given to her by one of our friends. It's Malays. Not sure how it came about. And I guess she was trying to be cool and be part of the gang. <laughs> but she modified it a little bit. From time to time, she'll call me Mbasa or 
just shorten my name. And I just call her Mbasa. Just call each other. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. What is their best quality? If I had to choose one thing or one quality about her that I really appreciate, it would have to be how zealous she is. She is very understanding. She's able to put herself in, in one's shoes. Um, She doesn't do anything half-heartedly. Like, if she does it, then she goes all out. You know, that's something that I really do love about her. Amongst all my friends, she takes the cup for that. And that has led me to be able to speak to her really about anything and everything. What is it about them that drives you mad? The one thing that used to drive me really crazy about her was how she was not always present in the moment and like you'd be sitting with her and she'd be on her phone talking to someone else. She's very chilled. She's she's really relaxed. As a result, one of the things that drives me mad about her is that she doesn't mind being late. And she'll be like, oh, sorry, sorry, what was that friend? You know, her mind is always all over the place. The times I've slept over and we had to go somewhere the next day at a certain time, uh, we've been late. And it's because of Andy, so <laughs> she would rather sleep some more than be early. She loves her sleep. And then she'd be like, while you're sitting with her, she's like, oh, my best friend, so-and-so. My best friend, so-and-so. <laughs> that really used to get to me. Have you ever had a fight? And I think um, if we've ever had a fight, it was at some point, it got to a place where I was like, yo... If you think someone else's company is better than me being here, then maybe I shouldn't be here. Yeah, we've had a few disagreements. And one that really stands out is when there was a get-together and she couldn't make it. She wasn't feeling well. So I don't think I was necessarily laughing at the fact that she's not. But there was something funny around the situation. And she really took offense. And so that's when I knew, oh, okay, you don't kid about stuff like that. You empathize with people. You know, she was like, oh, sorry, sorry. I promise I won't do it again. I can't say it didn't happen again. But we, we've always resolved our, our mishaps. <laughs> it's an apology and you move on. What do you think it is about you that drives them mad? So I have this thing um, that like, a person would say just one word and I'd break out into song. And that really annoys her. My sense of direction, it was quite complex for me to get to her place. I would call her and be like, okay, I'm at this place. And she'd be like, what do you see? Like, I literally have a song for everything. I mean, everything, everything. I have a song for everything. But yeah, that would drive her mad. Eventually, I think there was a time she got quite annoyed. I could hear on the phone. She just ended up saying, uh, just go to the shop and wait there. My mom will come and fetch you. Talk about a time they really came through for you. I know she's come through for me like a whole lot of times, but the one thing that comes to mind at the moment is just how... I used to ask to crash on her sofa so many times, so many times. There'll be times where I feel my heart getting heavy and she's one person I can voice note, uh, batches of voice notes up to 40 minutes <laughs> and she won't mind and she would listen. And I think her understanding and her giving words of comfort 
really goes a long way. Yeah, she never said no, hey? I mean, I really appreciated it because I needed it at the time. We have similar experiences that I know when she says, yo, I understand, she really does and she means it. And I'm able to take her words into my heart. Give an example of your shared language, the sort of stuff that only you get. Something that only the two of us know. I would have to say, which is closer for you are too small. It's more of an inside joke than anything else. She was trying to stop her car for me to get home. And this small sedan car was trying to stop. I just blurted out. Yeah, that's something that we, we revisit every once in a while and crack up about. I think one thing that we share, imitating different people. And I think she has this way of delivering a message um, that is quite serious in a funny way those are the kind of you know funny things and tones that i sort of get that some people maybe don't get have you ever borrowed anything from them and not given it back she once upon a time owned a hat that ended up being mine um i don't think i borrowed it from her she kind of gifted it to me i borrowed from her it's a gray jersey and a scarf she used to wear. I just thought I should have that scarf and jersey because they're so nice. I think I did borrow it from her but never gave it back. Um, but I wore it so many times that like it was worn out within three months. But she would see it. I didn't steal it, I think. I love them. <laughs> and it also one of those things that keep reminding me of her. So yeah, she's not getting those back and I think she knows it. What do you envy about them? The one thing I envy about Unumba Samakogo is just her ability to walk into a room and just be able to connect with people, you know, and it's like very easy for her to befriend people and to be what people need, you know. Um, she can be a lot of different things to a lot of different people. That is a gift. Andiso has this big family with cousins and aunts and uncles any other thing is happening for uh, anyone, birthday celebrations, be it graduations, be it, you know, and they were all there like a squad supporting. They are a good, close-knit family. And I wish I had something like that with my family um, because there's so much, you know, division and politics and just family drama. They're very close. They celebrate each other. I think that's a beautiful thing. What have they done that has surprised you? I think the first surprise was she connected with someone in Kenya who was part of an organization and she said, I'm going to Kenya. All of us were just surprised. I was like, whoa, you're going to Kenya alone? I think that was one of the surprises that really got me appreciating her adventurous side. And as a result, that inspired me to travel alone. So anything is possible with her. The one thing that surprised me the most about Numbasa is also the same thing that I'm the proudest of about her. Um, when she decided to leave work and go back to school and pursue her passion. When I come to a place where I realize I need you and just live outward. 
I believe she was placed on this earth to do. I'm like super proud of her for that. I was I was surprised, but not really at the same time. Um, but I felt that that was a really bold and brave moment. When are they at their happiest? Well, put her on stage, give her food, and make sure there are people there. Then she's happy. So she spent a lot of time really traveling abroad, especially China. And I think what really makes her happiest is, is being home. She loves the South African soil, but more so with her family. She's home. If they were a food, what food would they be? I think she would be a salad. Because in a salad, um, there's a little bit of everything to different people's tastes and preferences. She would be chocolate, lint chocolate. And I think when you're having lint, like there's no effort. It just melts in your mouth. It's natural. It's just a natural thing. I don't know if that's awkward. So you can get the parts you want from her because she has a little bit for everyone, literally. So I think that's the best way to sum her up. Our friendship is so effortless, it's natural. It feels heavenly, it's good, it's a good friendship. If they suddenly disappeared from this world, what is the one thing that you would lose that you cannot get anywhere else? Nombasa is one of the most genuine, like one of the realest people I know. And I think if that were to be taken away, I would definitely miss that. I would feel like I've lost one of my anchors. I would miss a person who knows everything about me without judging me. I would miss someone who who can be anywhere in the world but still be so close. Before anyone else heard the answers to the questions, the friends got a chance to listen to each other and to react. I laughed because I remember when she would break out in song a lot. There was also a period she was learning guitar and sometimes she would play off tune and just strum. So I remember that very well. I didn't know that she had heard about me before we met. I'm curious to know what it was that she heard about me. Maybe this is the conversation that I'm going to have to have with her. I was quite addicted to phone and social media, so that really makes sense why it was something that upset her. I've become a lot better now. And I'm sure when we reunite, she'll see the difference. <laughs> Very few people call me out on my tardiness. And she's one of those people that um, has always been able to voice it. I've been trying. I've been trying to work on it. Hopefully it's improved. It was encouraging to hear her say that upon my taking the step to quit my job and pursue music and studies, that made her proud. That put a, a smile on my face. I've just been reminded of a lot of things that I think I might have forgotten or maybe didn't think much of, but just to hear how much they made an impact in us still being friends. I mean, this really warmed my heart, especially what she said about performing food and people. Like, she hit the nail on the head. I really love that she acknowledges my family. 
because that is the most important thing to me in my life. You know, before I can be a great friend, before I can be anything else to anyone else, you know, I had to learn that from my community, which was my family. I think in a nutshell, I would summarize our times together as eat, pray, laugh. I'm very happy that I participated in this experiment. You know, it is very seldom that people sit down and actually talk about their relationships, especially friendships. Wow, wow, wow. Really enjoyed doing this podcast. I think it highlighted different things. I think this friendship will exist in the next decades to come as well. So, yes, thank you. Thank you for listening to this edition of The Friendship File. Search for us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use, and please subscribe, rate, review, and share. Visit thefriendshipfile.com to find out more and to see pictures of the friends. And if you'd like to get in touch, especially if you and a friend would like to take part in a future episode, then email hello at thefriendshipfile.com. The music is by James Lancaster, who is one half of Walkring, and you can find them on Spotify or Apple Music. The Friendship File is a podcast production. Till next time, goodbye.